0: my name is dr tk and on this podcast show we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the ceo of your business and life i am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi six-figure mental health business and seven figure digital product business and doing what i love now i believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapists Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK., And as you know, we are doing an Abundant Streams of Income series on our podcast, and we have been bringing on guests from our community. And so we have an epic guest today. Her name is Janisha. I finally met somebody who is local because I'm going to give a shout out to all my East Coasters because I've been riding and dying for me for like the last seven to 10 years. But I am super excited to finally have therapists that are also within California in the same time zone. And so I'm going to allow her to introduce herself. So can our guest today let us, um, let us know, her name is Janisha, can you let the viewers and listeners know where you're located, your licensure type, and overall, like what are you doing in business right now? And then we're going to like break all of that down.
1: Okay. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Janisha Mickens-Ingram. I am known as your happy therapist. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, and I have been thriving and striving since 2021, licensed officially. And I am in Compton, California. My office is in Gardena, California. However, I service uh, national and Californians on different levels of
0: income. Nice. Nice. All right. So I know that it was crazy because every time I see people's names like yours and then it's a few other therapists. I'd be swearing that y'all be in my programs because we interact so much. And then I'm like, wait, they're not on my roster, roster, you know? So I almost feel like, which is good. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I'd be knowing y'all because we interact on Instagram. We interact Mm -hmm. like on YouTube or podcasts or whatnot. And so let's go backward because I haven't had you in like the program outside of the mastermind now. And that program Mm -hmm. is even new. We're in the first quarter of 2023. Mm -hmm. So what got you into this field? And like, why did you make the choice to be a therapist?
1: So essentially, I did not know I was going to be a therapist. So the crazy thing is, I was just doing my regular eight and skate at a job. And my homegirl was like, hey, let's go get our master's. I was like, bitch, what? Like, go back to school? Like, I help you get through school. So why am I going to go back? And I was like, all right, bet. What are we going for? She's like, let's go be therapists. I was like, all right, I help people anyway. So I signed (laughs) up. she never showed up. Wow. She never showed up. And we laughed to this day. And I'm like, did you make your appointment yet? And so I showed up for the initial interview at University of Phoenix. And I got in. I did have some challenges um, due to, you know, economical status and all that other stuff, some barriers that I had to work through. But I was like, let's go. Like, I'm here now. Let's go get it. And when I went through the program, I got like so many different feedbacks about how different I was and as far as like how I related to the clientele that I'll be reaching. And after they told me that, I was like, oh, it's over.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. So you bring up something very interesting because I know in the boot camp we just had, we talk about like circles of influence. I know that you had the opportunity to see me and Dr. Roche Mm -hmm. interact with you all at the Vegas Mastermind and talk about even how she invited me into like the world of the mastermind, because she was invited by somebody else, but that Mm -hmm. somebody else that invited her did not show up. And me or her rolled through masterminds for like five years together. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, I believe in divine time and divine assignment. And I also just want our listeners and viewers to hear, sometimes you'll be connected to certain people during certain seasons and Mm -hmm. for a reason to invite you to be exposed to something And then you may end up going into a different direction, even though y'all still connected Mm -hmm. and that's okay. But make sure that you show up, you know, as you did and thrive. So, yes, that's very,
1: uh... it was it was (laughs) crazy, too, because I was like, dang, I didn't even think that I would be a therapist. Like, like, Mm -hmm. who would have known? I was like content, like with my little eight and skate, like my husband was working, I was working, had our kid, we were straight. And I was like, oh, this is different. I do this for free.
0: Yeah. And so, okay. So let's talk about gifts. Okay. Cause we're talking about also streams of income today. Mm -hmm. Who do you serve if you get a client? Cause I know that you have a group practice now. So Mm -hmm. who do you serve as your clientele?
1: So our ideal clients are hence your happy therapist is the title that I was given because I'm Mm -hmm. always energetic. So my niche clients are depressed, lack boundaries, family systems that are, you know, broken. Also targeting the anxious person because I have an anxious presence, but there's more of a a positive perspective of it. Mm -hmm. And so uh, all of those clientele usually are drawn to me. And that's where I have my bigger impact is because I always find something good in the bad if I can solution focus very well. Like, all right, what's the problem? Okay, what have you tried? So let's do Mm -hmm. something different. Or I'm not afraid to try it with them. So uh, those are my niche clients.
0: Those are the clients that are drawn to me. Okay. And then I know that you have a group, so I like actually today at the time of this recording we are actually going to introduce the bootcamp to group practice and the like busting the myth of a group practice being a passive income mm-hmm. revenue source. So, how did you make the decision to go from I'm just going to do therapy on my own to I actually want to have a group practice? Like what was your why?
1: My why was I don't want to do all the work. Mhm. I said, "Yeah, if I'm able to make, so it's essentially, I, initially I started off under somebody else as a group practice within a group practice. And as you learn and get connected to certain people, you start learning what to do and not to do. And mm-hmm. a lot of things, I got a good blueprint of what I kind of wanted the structure to look like, but I have no idea on the business plan and on how mm-hmm. to get there. And so when I worked with this one guy, I was like, I'm making him this much money? What? And I remember I was a part. I'm a part of Herbalife, and I remember Ro when she literally told me I was bringing all these people in. She's like, "Nish, you don't want the money?" I was like, "No, I just want to work out. That's it." And she's like, "All right." I had a big order. Like somebody was about to place like a super big order. She's like, "Nish, just the last time I'm gonna ask you, do you want the money or do you want me to get the money?" I was like, "Bro, I'll take the money. Don't worry." And so yeah. she gave me the money off front before I even enrolled. And then that got me to enroll. And I was like, that's another blueprint. Like, I'm just taking what she just told me and just, you know, amplified it to therapy.
0: Exactly. No, I love, <laughs> you mentioned, you mentioned herbalize. So for those of you who don't know, like, she doesn't. I had joined, dang, now it's like a decade, only because I watched like my upline when I was like active, <laughs> like just celebrate his 10 year anniversary. I'm like, ooh, all of us joined at the same time, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's so nice to like, of course, see people grow but I also just want to go back to that circles of influence that you never know how long you're like indirectly connected to somebody when you're connected to someone. Mm -hmm. And so like the, the people that I was connected with the person that she mentioned role, there's a guy role and a girl role. My upline was the guy role, but we had like separate teams, but like in the same Mm -hmm. gym arena. And it's funny because Chris would always tell me, That like, he was like, I know somebody that would be like dope, (laughs) like like, to talk to you or whatever. And I'm like, just shoot him my information. Cause at that time it was really about Instagram or whatever. Uh And it's like, we were following each other, but that's when I thought that you were already in our program. Cause I'm like, who is she? Like she always show up and I know her name. And then when I start seeing your workouts, I'm like, oh wait, she connected to the same people and so what i'm also saying to people is make sure that you're still showing up and showing out as your best self because you also never know who's watching Mm -hmm. somebody who may want to connect with you whether it's a conversation a friendship a business deal or becoming a client or part of your community you never know how even alone you are Mm -hmm. indirectly connected and they're watching your every move
1: you know what i'm saying because chris gave me your contact i want to say three, four years, right before I, when I was studying for my licensure. So I was like, Chris, who is this girl you keep talking about? Who is this woman? I was like, he's like, bro, I'm telling you, bro, just just follow I was like, all right, I'm following her. I was like, oh yeah, she dope. She know her shit. Like I like her. Like yeah. we got the same energy, same vibe. He's like, yeah, y'all like duplications.
0: Yeah. Don't get us in the gym together. I've right. <laughs> been in a long time with him, but <laughs> all right, so let's keep going. So, You initially did, because this is something that that we brought up in the boot camp, is, you know, I'll I'll tell people, like, if your biggest why is monetary, I want you to explore that more because, as clearly we'll get into, what you you discovered is like, oh, wait, there's another set of, like, paperwork, you know, and processes that... You don't sometimes know that you're missing it until you reach that point in your business, because I'm not going to lie. Anybody can hustle to a, a to $100,000, mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I'm saying, by yourself. You don't even need a group practice for that. But let's talk about when you did start hiring therapists, when you look back, not when you were doing it, because it may have been fun and then difficult at mm-hmm. times. When you look back, what are some of the things that you wish you would have known that you know now when hiring other therapists?
1: So my hiring process, I feel like the only great win that I got from it where I had to learn a real lesson is that just because someone reaches out to you and you need a person, you just don't hire them. Mm -hmm. And the other people I had relationships with already in the working field, but this one person, I was like, oh, this would be a great asset because she speaks Spanish. And I don't, I clearly don't speak Spanish. And then I looked, I was like, wait, she doesn't even meet my freaking vision. And I literally had to say, you know, this is not going to be a, a good working relationship, but I'm going to support you to help you go to another company that can better serve you. So anything you need, I, I'm there. But to make sure that you're screening the individuals, not based on a sea filler, but based on longevity.
0: That's good. That's good. Okay. So what I love about what you just talked about is we talk about it as like org charts. And I know mm-hmm. that some people prefer not to learn about org charts, but the truth of the matter is you need some type of blueprint for your business, right? Mm-hmm. And what I also like that you said is like the idea of hiring slow, but I'm going to add for people who are listening, firing fast, right? So we want to hire slow and fire fast. And you also, as Janisha had mentioned, you want to make sure that honestly, you create a client, av- like a client avatar for a team member. And mm-hmm. if that person That is seeking the position, whether you know them or not, because sometimes we can have a relationship with people and they're like, girl, just let me in, you know, and (laughs) the question is family, friend or not, do they meet the avatar of the person who even you want Mm -hmm. to serve people in your practice? Because you may serve adult women who desire to be happy and they're depressed, but let's mm-hmm. just say you start recognizing because this is how group practices grow that some mm-hmm. therapists are so blocked and I'm like, you can actually mm-hmm. serve more people but you don't have to serve them, <laughs> you know? So Janisha can be serving like adult women and then she recognizes that a lot of them are parents and whatever they're going through rubs off on their teenage kids. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I don't want to serve teenagers. though. like, I'm not about that life, you know? But Because I'm not, I don't, right. I, don't, I don't do aliens. I don't do aliens. Yeah, but do, so the question would be to somebody who desires to maybe see more clients, but don't have the desire to see that other clientele. Mm-hmm. So you have the bandwidth and the training because just because you don't want to serve them don't mean you know you don't know how to supervise somebody who serves mm-hmm. them. So mm-hmm. do you have the bandwidth to supervise them or oversee them, even if they're licensed, to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do, but then they can get all those referrals. And it's like a one-stop shop, a community-based clinic mm-hmm. per se, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. So I'm glad that you had brought that up in terms of like not making somebody a seat filler, but more so making sure that the person is aligned. Mm-hmm. So now that we've introduced your group practice, let's just dibble and dabble in like curiosity. What are different products or services, even if you don't do them anymore, that you have offered in your business?
1: Well, I've initially started Study Right. And Study Right is like a stream of income that has multiple layers of incomes. So start off with the, the first layer is offering uh, one-to-one services for those who are struggling to pass the licensure exam, both national and California. And then that breaks up into going to one-to-many, which is one of Dr. TK's like biggest niches, right? So going from seven one client to 15 to 30 to 100 clients that are struggling with the same problem, which ultimately is like you're getting instruction plus masterminding in one. And then from that, I build like different worksheets that they can purchase to help them. I have an online course. So if they can't make the live courses, they can purchase the recorded courses. But of course, they don't get everything such as like the mock exams or the questions, those. They don't get as much value as if they were in the live groups. And then I have workbooks that come from that. And, you know, it's just it just keeps building. Like every time I I come up and have a session or have a group, I'm like, okay. this is a need. They're like, oh, you should make that a worksheet. And I'm like, cool, bet, got you. You want mm-hmm. it? I'm, I'm gonna give it to you.
0: Yeah. So it sounds definitely like you've been able to leverage your time. I know that behind the scenes off the podcast, we we've spoken about um you even hired people to help you put on these workshops, correct?
1: Yes. So from the first initial group, when, when I first started and I started off as free, I said, this is gonna be a beta test. If I pass this exam on the first time, I'm gonna launch it as a course. And I passed it on the first time, period, mm-hmm. obviously, right? And so <laughs> the the two facilitators that I have now, they went through study right with me. So they saw how I was analyzing what didn't work for us, like all mm-hmm. these other programs, what they didn't add. And I added that value to what we already had. And so afterwards, they was like, can I come work for you? I said, let me see you pre- present. And I know how right. you present. I'm I'm calling on you, and they was like, I'm rolling with you till
0: the wheels fall off, and they still, they still ticking with me. Yeah, that's good. So I'm, yeah, I'm pulling out nuggets because what could happen is when someone listens or watches these podcasts, they're gonna latch on to the win. They're not necessarily all the time gonna latch on to the process. So what Mm -hmm. I love that you said is that you pulled people. For support and they also put themselves out there, which meant that they had initiative, which mm-hmm. meant that they probably were gonna show up stronger mm-hmm. versus you saying, Do you wanna do it? Do you you know, do you wanna do it? Mm-hmm. And then you also chose people who were successful in your program to then also be more relatable to the clientele, because they just went through your program. So they know that your stuff works, which is ideal mm-hmm. for any type of support or coaching program, to be honest, because just as we remember going through college or even high school. It's sometimes easier to talk to a peer mentor or talk to a TA, even though we can ask the same questions to the professor. It's like Mm -hmm. that. I don't want to be vulnerable, at least in the beginning, until I get to know you all a little bit more. You know, so I know recently we had had a mastermind. We did like some hot seating and some fun games and stuff. And then you came back home and did something fun and epic. And so without sharing so many details about like what we do in a mastermind, Mm -hmm. what was the outcome? Like talk about your experience in the mastermind and then how you executed that energy with like the outcome of having, what did you say? Like 77 like registrants or something like that?
1: Okay. So when I went into the mastermind, I really didn't conceptualize exactly the purpose for me being there. Like I still was like undecisive of like, Why am I here? And then I said, I'm paying to be in a room of phenomenal people, regardless. That's a win for me. And so as we were discussing different ways and strategies, I said, "Okay, I'm here so I can build my study right, you know, so that I can get more registrants because I have something that no one is really offering full full effect. And so when I was driving home, like you said, because I had my husband with me, so I couldn't really do what I wanted to do right after because it was our time then. So when we got in the car, I'm brainstorming with him. He's like, dang, babe, like, your yo, mind is like on ADHD right now. I was like, I know. i be telling you, we got to shut up. He's yeah. like, keep going. Like, keep going. So as I'm talking, I'm writing too. And I'm like, okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm offer a free course. And I'm still going to pay my facilitator because I believe in paying for people's time and -hmm. so what I did is immediately that day I said fuck it we offering a free course didn't know what it was gonna be I asked her what you want to teach on what's your biggest most funnest session that you ever taught and she told me I said that's what we're doing and I'm gonna send you the the first part and you just do the second part and Mm -hmm. immediately people was like by the time I got home I had like 30 people already registered. wow the Vegas trip is only like four hours drive like yeah (laughs) Three and a half hours before yeah. it But yeah, I was like, cool. And then the, I had at the end 80 people who registered, 32 <laughs> people showed up, which was more than the percentage that average of people who show up. And it was only within two, not even two weeks of mm-hmm. me promoting
0: it. That's dope. And you did organic promotion, yeah. like not even Facebook ads. So no, let me just like sum up everybody what we're trying to say here. So she was in a room she was unclear about why she was there and she's in the room also because she's part of our like 9 or well, 10 month program right the mastermind mm-hmm. and which is for scalability which means that you already have, an, have to have an established business and bringing in revenue for a product or service so she came in with the idea of I'm going to clean up my group practice but I also want to take advantage while I'm here of getting support for other streams of income but then where I come in at is I'll say okay in this quarter Let's do the cleanup, which she got into it. We we check y'all progress and we, we can see how many times you logged in. So she definitely doing the work, right. right? So she's cleaned up her back office, right? So then to me, it makes sense when she sends us a Voxer, because that's an accessible piece between sessions, between group sessions, is that she actually shows up and I'm highlighting these things because people say they want like one-on-one coaching or access to ask questions, but are you actually asking questions? And she is, okay? So I want to commend her for that, right? Thank you. So, you're right, so- I love also hearing the process. And what I want to pull from what you just said is you weren't sure really still what a mastermind was, was, or was for in person, but you knew that you invested. So you're going to show up and you're going to show out what you did. You were present in the room. You took what you needed. You also declared what product you were going to hear information for, because mm-hmm. she could have taken this multiple streams of income that she has all that we ain't going to get into today, but she could have said, I'm going to focus on all seven. And she'd know based off of them two days, that probably wouldn't have been best for her brain or her husband.
1: No, no. I would have been divorced. He would have like, T.K. can pick her up off the side
0: of the road. With the dog. With so, the dog. Right. So bottom line is she walked in the room. She was intentional by the time she sat down, She connected and showed up and asked questions. She applied what was talked about and or taught because most of masterminding is, is talking not necessarily teaching. Mm-hmm. And then she executed, pulled in help. I'm just bringing out all these layers. Cause I didn't even know the whole process. I just heard mm-hmm. 77 like on a boxer mm-hmm. and she did it in two weeks with organic traffic by pushing out something that she knew was great, but she's willing to do it again and again mm-hmm. and again. Mm-hmm. All right. So If you could, because I know these are, I'm going to end up bringing you back on the podcast because I like to get like updates, especially Mm -hmm. because you just joined our mastermind. So Mm -hmm. be expected to come back like in the fall to talk about like, well, what happened with study right? (laughs) You know, with all these people. All right. So if you could talk to your first year in business self, what would you share with that young lady?
1: Bitch, you did a good job. You're doing a good job. Like to be honest, TK, like I swear to God, I literally have like these humbling moments. Like I'm getting emotional right now because I look at how I was in a group of people that didn't want me, right? Like when you go to school, you're not with black people. And so I found like this one girl that I sat with and she's still struggling to pass the exam. However, you know, you give people stuff that got to take it, right? And if you don't do what you're told, then you're not going to get the results you want. Mm -hmm. And so going back to my younger self it's like, you don't have to race yourself, you know, so I'm able to, accom- I was able to accomplish some things on my own, but then I did realize at some point, like you can do this by yourself. And that's when I ultimately reached out to you. So my mm-hmm. younger self, I would say, you know, take heed of the breaking point, you know, when you are no longer able to thrive how you want to so, for instance, if you're able to make $13,000 by yourself and you're not going past that. And that's where I was. I, I, I was at $13,000 uh, in the business by myself. So mm-hmm. I started hitting roadblocks. I'm like, so why I'm not going farther? Mm-hmm. And I realized you can't do it by yourself. So if I would have thought about that six months before, I probably would be a little farther than I am now.
0: Mm hmm. No, that is that is so, so good. And this is why I like asking this question because when we're going through the journey and the process, it low-key feels like a checklist even though we can say we enjoying life, Mm -hmm. we life and at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. any goal that we have is like, boom, we met it. I I hit 10,000. All right, what's next? I want to hit 12. Boom, you hit 12 faster than expected. Then Mm -hmm. you hit a threshold. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that you were able to acknowledge and low-key be aware and do something about it. That's like three brownie points right there. Right. Of being able to recognize that I'm hitting a threshold and why, because a lot of us don't want to slow down and question ourselves. We just want to like keep going and say, well, I guess this is all that I'm able to do. And if that's what you feel like is your calling, which we know it's not.
1: Then mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Be be content with that, but don't complain when you can't go past 13. But it don't sound like you were content with that. You knew that you were destined to do more, mm-hmm. but you recognize that your threshold was met And you don't have the capacity to do more by yourself. So that's where we got to get out of our own way, remove our pride and our ego, learn Mm -hmm. how to hire people, regardless of what we were taught. And if we need help, shortcut the way like you're doing it for these clinicians when they want to get licensed. Why Mm -hmm. sign up to fail three times when I can give you tools that you were never taught Mm -hmm. and including mindset tools, we talked about that regarding testing and you pass the first time. Or if you did fail, let's work on some strategy and some mindset mm-hmm. so you can pass the next time. But people have to allow other people to help them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so I'm very glad that you said that because I know that's going to resonate with a few uh a lot. <laughs> so yeah. I, this is what I run into as a coach. We we paid for school. We don't think or may feel like we need to invest to get more help. Right. And, and so and that's
1: not the case. Like you constantly have to invest regardless of what that investment looks like. You yeah, know, you exactly. have to continually invest because no investment, no, no increase.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, so where can it. people, where can people find you? Cause I know a lot of your stuff is on Instagram links in your bio and we'll link everything in the show notes too, but where can they find you at on Instagram?
1: You guys can find me at your happy therapist, your, you are underscore happy underscore therapist okay we spelling it a little different because we have little <laughs> culture
0: around here so you're a happy therapist <laughs> all right nice nice and then also so you you in your group practice are you all only licensed in the state of California like if people wanted yes. to send people to your practice okay yeah always only like to give course. that disclaimer yeah because yes. sometimes we will get like potential clients watching these podcasts and I like to just inform because nobody is really informing the general public that therapists not coaches Mm -hmm. cannot cross state lines and so some people are licensed in multiple states by the gift of what Mm -hmm. happened in 2020 which opened up those doors and then like california is strict but you know some of us are still only licensed in one state which is okay Mm -hmm. but if you are in california and you all do telehealth
1: so we do telehealth we do have an office however um the need is not there so but if the need becomes available we do have an office space in gardena Study right is national. We right. are even in
0: French, y'all. So I'm nice. just trying to
1: tell y'all, you know, okay. I just got to hit up. She was like, you know, she in France, right? I was like,
0: girl, no. And what licensure, Um, just so people can know, what licensure level are they seeking when they get that program?
1: So licensed marriage and family therapists.
0: Okay. All right. Just so everybody know, because I know with so many freaking acronyms, man, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Like yeah. I can't keep up, you know? Yeah. All right. So if you're looking for therapy. If they do telehealth, clear well, she does do telehealth in her group practice, mm-hmm. which means that as long as your presenting problem matches what they can help you solve, mm-hmm. you can do telehealth across the whole state of California, which is nice about telehealth. And then if you are a clinician seeking to pass the exam on the first time and you're going for MFT and or you've had a struggle with passing it and you want to pass it next time, then definitely check her out on her Instagram. I'm sure just like she mentioned, she will let you know when she has another you know, workshop coming up so that you can get on in that program. All right, y'all. So check her out, go follow her and also get her DM and let her know what you enjoyed about this podcast episode. I love that y'all show love to the therapist on the platform. So thank you so much for coming on the
1: podcast. Thanks, TK. This is great. I love it